0: One half hour is all I'm asking you to give at the start. This simple sacrifice was the biggest and most important thing I did to change my career. I can say without a shadow of a doubt, if I hadn't found those 30 minutes, I never would have written four books. 30 minutes. That is all you are going to rescue and fortunately, I know where to find yours. Today I'm back with another book by John Acuff, Start. Punch Fear in the Face, Escape Average, Do Work That Matters. This book is published in 2013. I wanted to share a number of my favorite insights from this book. Live with Purpose, You're Too Late, Find 30 Minutes, Chisel Away, Ignore the Bullhorns, Action Payments, Helping Others, You Are Qualified, and Finish It Off with a Closing Thought. So let's start with the introduction. Quote Without a point of origin, even the best map is rendered useless. If you opened up the GPS on your phone right now and tried to get directions, the very first thing the phone would need to know is where you are. Google Earth can't give you directions across the state or even across the street without a point of origin. Yet most of us, when it comes to figuring out where we're headed in life, never stop to ask the simple question, where am I? We just keep marching forward day after day Cubicle after cubicle, moving faster and faster, but not really going anywhere. Eventually, at the end of our lives, we start to do some questioning. We finally pause long enough to re examine our decisions. That happened to me once when I was 30. Through a series of bad decisions, I finally woke up one day in a cubicle and realized I'd coasted through the last 10 years of my life. I made a pretty simple discovery about what it takes to be awesome. It's not that complicated or unique. In fact, Since the dawn of time, every awesome life has gone through the same five stages. Learning, editing, mastering, harvesting, and guiding. So then why do most people decide to travel down the average path? The truth is they don't decide. The only thing you have to do on the average path is not die. You graduate from high school or college and effectively shift into neutral. Sure, you're not moving that fast, but you're getting great gas mileage and you are making some progress, if you want to call it that. You're definitely getting older and that means something, right? With age comes wisdom, not necessarily, especially if you're coasting. Eventually, you roll your way right into the grave. Age is no longer the primary factor that determines where you are on the map. Life is now less about how old you are and more about when you decide to live. Regardless of your age or station in life, it all comes down to one simple truth. You just have to start, end quote. I must say that John Acuff has truly become one of my favourite authors and Start is my third encounter with his work. In fact, I featured his book Soundtracks in episode 75 of my podcast and my introduction to Acuff came after reading Finish, which I highlighted in episode 57. If you enjoy the insights I'm about to share, I highly recommend checking out those two episodes as well. Now diving into Start, Acuff skillfully motivates readers to confront their fears, let go of perfectionism, and resist the temptation to settle for an average life. He places great emphasis on the power of taking small steps towards our goals, illustrating how persistence and even failure play crucial roles in the learning process. I've selected a handful of my favorite insights from this book, and I am thrilled to share it with you. So let's begin, shall we? Insight number one, live with purpose. Quote, In The 7 Habits of Highly Effective People, author Stephen Covey wrote that habit number two is begin with the end in mind. I completely agree. It's good to keep the end in mind, but since that book came out, we've mutated that thought into begin with the end in stone. As if before you take a single step, you have to know exactly what your final step will be. That is the biggest lie of all when it comes to finding your purpose. Until you find your one true purpose, you can't get started on doing anything else. As soon as you get it, you'll start sprinting, but until then, stay right where you are. For these reasons and more, I'm not a fan of finding your purpose. I'm a fan of living with purpose, end quote. According to Akos, the key lies in shifting our focus from merely seeking our purpose to actively embracing a purposeful life each and every day. By learning to live with purpose— We open ourselves up to the incredible opportunity of starting right now, right where we are, and pursuing something that truly matters to us. Just imagine the magic that can unfold. Once we recognize and appreciate the chance to live with purpose, there are no obstacles that can hold us back from taking that all-important first step. Insight number two. You're too late. Quote, It was 7.27 a.m. on a Monday. I was sitting at my office at home, in front of the bookshelves my wife reorganized by color. I was trying to write a little, but a chorus of voices filled my head. This is what they were saying. You're behind. You'll never get ahead. If you could just get ahead, then you could rest. It's too late. If you had more time, you could get it all done. It's too late. Ridiculous. It's Monday morning at 7.27 a.m. How is it already too late this week? I couldn't have had more week ahead of me if I tried. I refuse to accept that the minute I wake up on Monday morning, it's already too late. If you had more time, you could get it all done. Nonsense. My definition of all would just grow. And why is done a goal? If you discover something you love doing, you don't want to be done. You want to do it every day. Done is dead. Fear tries to tell you two things about time. Do it later, or it's too late. The first delays you with laziness, the second destroys you with regret. Unless you are dead right now, it's not too late. Don't give credence to the calendar fear and doubt want to show you. It's incredibly heavy and never includes a page for today. Fear and Doubt's calendar always starts with yesterday and tomorrow. You've got today, and today is all you need to start. End quote. I resonated with this idea that I had to share it. According to Acuff, if we magically had more time, our definition of all would just expand. It reminds me of those expandable suitcases people take on vacation. You think you'll fit everything, but somehow you'll still end up With an overflowing mess. So getting it all done is like chasing a mirage. You're running, 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 and that darn mirage just keeps moving farther away. It is time to forget about fear and doubt and their pesky calendar. They've got this heavy calendar that conveniently skips over today. I mean, who needs today, right? Nope. Their calendar starts with yesterday and leaps straight to tomorrow. But guess what? You've got today, my friend. And today is all you need to get started, as Acuff so eloquently puts it. Today is the day. Insight number three. Find 30 minutes. Quote, All we have to do is find 30 minutes in our week. One half hour is all I'm asking you to give at the start. This simple sacrifice was the biggest and most important thing I did to change my career. I can say without a shadow of a doubt, if I hadn't found those 30 minutes, I never would have written four books. 30 minutes. That is all you are going to rescue and fortunately, I know where to find yours." Let me share some insider information with you. You know those precious 30 minutes you've been desperately searching for to start on that amazing idea of yours? Well, guess where I found mine when I started the podcast? Yep, you got it. At the ungodly hour of 5am. Now, don't roll your eyes just yet. John Acuff himself backs me up on this one. He says that being up at 5am isn't selfish at all. Why? Because chances are, at that unholy hour, your family is sound asleep, your other job commitments are still snuggled under the covers, and the world hasn't fully woken up to demand your attention. Seriously, who needs you at 5 a.m.? Probably nobody. Quote, if your dream isn't worth 30 minutes, you've either got the wrong dream or you're just pretending to have one. End quote. Insight number four, chisel away the gunk. Quote, learning is about addition. Editing is about subtraction. In the land of editing, you're going to take the fifteen or fifteen hundred things you learned and see which ones seem to stick with you. What passions, dreams, hopes, and callings will you be carrying deeper into this journey with you? Editing is the phase of your journey where Michelangelo stands in front of the meticulously selected block of marble. Out of an entire journey, this is the one he has chosen. And now with that chisel and hammer he will remove the pieces that do not belong so that David is finally revealed." When good old Michelangelo faced that big chunk of marble, he didn't just see a rock. He had the superpower to envision the final masterpiece right there in his mind's eye. His job was pretty straightforward. He just had to get rid of all the unnecessary bits that were in the way. I mean, who needs those extra chunks of marble cluttering up the place where you've got a masterpiece waiting to be set free? Imagine yourself 5 to 10 years down the road and look deep within the block of marble that represents you and your potential. Can you see it? The best version of you, right there, waiting to shine. Now comes the fun part. Ask yourself, what's standing in the way of you fully expressing that awe-inspiring version of yourself more and more consistently? What are those pesky little habits that need to be chipped away, one by one, to reveal the most beautiful, authentic you hidden within that marble? It's time to sculpt away the unnecessary and reveal the extraordinary. Are you ready to pick up your chisel? Insight number five, ignore the bullhorns. Quote, the temptation is to spend more time on promoting what you're doing instead of practicing what you're doing. Mastering your skills, putting in the hours to become great, working hard while no one is watching. Promoting makes people think you're already a master. Practicing is what actually makes you a master. There's a huge difference between the two. Want to stand out from the clutter of social media and be awesome? Spend 10 hours practicing your dream for every one hour you spend promoting it. Want to be awesome even faster? Make that ratio 100 to 1. Most of us have that irresistible urge to grab the bullhorn and shout our dreams to the world before they've even had a chance to properly simmer. It's like we're itching to jump on the stage and declare ourselves the next big thing. But hold your horses. Don't be so quick to snatch that bullhorn just yet. There's a valuable lesson here. We need to spend more time practicing our dream than promoting it. Yep, you heard me right. It's all about honing our skills, perfecting our craft, and putting in the hours behind the scenes. Think of it like this. Before you start shouting about your dream from the rooftops, you've got to be damn good at it. Practice makes perfect. So resist the temptation to be a premature promoter and instead focus on developing your dream to its full potential. Insight number six, make action payments. Quote, words are so cheap when it comes to dreaming. And yet most of us, when confronted with the challenge of getting a spouse to support our dream, run right back to the words. We believe that perhaps the first 10 million we offered just weren't the right ones. Maybe the next 10 million will do the trick. Do you know what's better than words? Action. Action always beats words. Action always beats intention. What you've done is always more powerful than what you're going to do. Make action payments if you want to get your spouse to believe you're serious about the pursuit of awesome. End quote. The majority of us diligently fulfill our monthly mortgage or rent obligations. In the same vein, let's consider the concept of daily action payments. By consistently making those action payments each day, it won't be long before you find yourself astonished by the remarkable results that unfold before you. Your actions, more than anything else you do, will show others how serious you are about the change or the dream. Insight number seven, help others. Quote, the secret that Dave knows and the one that took me years to understand is this. Helping other people better their lives is way more fun than obsessing about bettering our own. Awesome always goes viral. Joy is contagious. When you find something you love doing, you can't help but want to tell other people how to find something they love doing too. When the memory fog of average is cleared from your head and the true availability of awesome has been revealed, you want everyone to know. That is the progression of awesome 100% of the time. No one ever uses their new lease on life to make sure other people's lives are more miserable. End quote. So this part I'm about to share is from the section on guiding. It's actually the last stage of the five stages of an awesome life that Acuff takes us through in the book. As a reminder, the stages were learning, editing, mastering, harvesting, and finally guiding. Quote, Someone once told me that the secret to being humble is remembering that it's not all about you. It's meaning the world, the day, the conversation at the copier machine at work, the traffic jam you're stuck in, etc. My friend said that in order to really believe it's not all about you, you have to believe that everyone is more interesting than you. The person who cleans your room at the hotel, the guy next to you in traffic, the businessman who sits next to you on the plane, everyone, end quote. You know, it's fascinating how when you ask people a question, they often respond with a story that truly captivates you. It could be a tale that leaves you astonished, laughing uncontrollably, shedding a tear, or experiencing a whole range of emotions. It doesn't matter if it's a random conversation with a stranger on a plane whom you'd likely never meet again, or a coworker you've known for years. That one question you ask has the power to spark a conversation and create a connection. And you know what? That's where guiding comes to play. It all starts with a conversation. If you want to guide someone, all it takes is asking a single question. It's amazing how a simple inquiry can open up a world of possibilities and set the stage for guidance, support, and growth. So go ahead, ask that one person a question, and see where the conversation leads you. Who knows what incredible journey might unfold from there. Insight number eight. You're qualified to guide. Quote, you may not feel qualified to guide. But please know that in the land of guiding, you have a chance to do something even more important. You have a chance to change the world. You never get to change the world before you change your life. Now that you've walked through four lands and are standing in the fifth and final land, you've changed your life quite significantly. Now it's time to change the world. People are mistaken when they think chasing your dream is a selfish thing to do, as if perhaps being average is an act of humility. As if perhaps wasting the talents you were given is proof that you're a considerate individual. It's not. According to Stephen Pressfield, if you have a profound purpose, like curing cancer, composing a symphony, or unlocking the secrets of cold fusion, and you fail to pursue it, you're not just letting yourself down, you're also harming your children, him, me, the planet, and every living being. It's a powerful reminder that creative work is not an act of selfishness or a mere plea for attention. Instead, it's a valuable gift to the world and everyone inhabiting it. Insight number eight, closing thought. Quote, I'm not sure what you need to take back down the road to awesome. But I do know it works with more than just your career or passion. Awesome marriages go through the same five lands. No awesome marriage is ever accidental. Awesome families go through the same five lands. Average families are the norm. Awesome families follow a map. I hope you punched fear in the face. I hope you escaped average. I hope you figured out what your diamonds are and started doing work that matters. I hope you realize the door to purpose has been unlocked the whole time. And when you survey your life and find something else that could be more awesome, I hope you'll do what I'm going to do once I finish writing this sentence. Start again. End quote. And that wraps up the closing words of the book. I truly hope you found these insights as delightful as I did while sharing them with you. Once again, Acuff hits the mark with a brilliant combination of profound wisdom and side-splitting humor, making his work incredibly easy and enjoyable to read. It's a delightful blend that keeps you engaged from start to finish. Before we part ways, let me remind you to check out Acuff's other outstanding books that I featured in the podcast, Finish and Soundtrack. Trust me, both are equally brilliant reads that you won't want to miss. Until we meet again, stay curious and keep embracing the wonders of knowledge talk to you soon. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Bland. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.